much here with Buccaneers Bay Podcast. I'm going to go over the Packers and Bucks game recap. This is going to be mostly an offensive recap, man, because I'm excited. I, I Listen, when I watch that game, man, it's, it's exciting uh, to see what Baker Mayfield and Dave Canales can cook up, man. Um, he, he stuck with the run the whole year, and it's paying off. I mean, as, as much as he was getting killed for it early in the season, this is almost – this is three straight – four straight games with 100 yards on the ground. I think he was at 99, but Rashad White slid down. He could have got another touchdown, another 12 yards, but he slid down. It was another game to where the running back had an effective game uh, just from a running standpoint. From an offensive standpoint, from from QB – Baker, shout out to you, man. You should be comeback player of the year. I, I think you pretty much locked this shit up. Um, three to one touchdown interception ratio, perfect passer rating. Him and only Aaron Rodgers have done at Lambeau. Um, what was it? Twenty two of of twenty eight. Uh, four touchdowns, seventy eight QBR. Uh, hell of a hell of a Hell of a year, bro. Career high. He's on pace for career highs in yards and touchdowns already. This will be his first uh, 4,000-yard season, and he'll probably have 28, 29 touchdowns by the end of the year. Um, Rashad White looks like running back number one. He he looks like RB1 in the league, and if he takes another step next year, he's a top 10 back in the league. He's fifth in scrimmage yards. Um with like over 1300 he's still got three games to go he's i i think uh 170 yards away from a thousand and we haven't had a thousand since 2015 doug martin so a thousand yard running back and a guy who's one of the best dual, dual threat running backs to me in the league uh it it looks beautiful moving forward um Back to Mayfield. Mayfield was quick and decisive in his reads. Pocket presence and awareness was all on display. I mean, this is what you get when he's not scared, when he's not hesitant, when he can look one, two, three, and still fire that ball to where it needs to go. That's what he was doing. He he, he threw it to David Moore right between the linebackers. Uh, he'd make a guy miss, make another guy miss. He's out for 50 yards. Um, he put it on a dime for Mike Evans on that post route, got inside leverage, hold to safety with the crossing route that Trey Palmer was running, caught him on the, uh, caught him on the inside uh, post route, touchdown to Mike Evans. Uh, really, like, this is his best game, man. Like, you, you don't understand. It's up there. It's probably one of the three, four best games he's ever played, like, since he's been drafted, give credit to him. Give credit to Dave working on this offense, and I'm seeing the growth. And for us to be playing our best ball in December, it's at the right time. Okay, this is this is a good team, and then you know we have Jacksonville coming up next week, but they're bottom five in passing yards allowed too. So we could still eat. It's just the consistency, man. Can he be consistent? Uh, 
can he be quick with these throws, these curl routes? Some of these throws to Chris Godwin was on the money, man. When when Baker is hot, he can be that. He he's playing top ten quarterback play. We're almost getting top ten quarterback play from him. If he's a little more consistent, it's 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 a stamp. I don't think you can name ten better quarterbacks that play better than him this year. Under the situation and, and the expectations that people thought of him, and you know, just just overall the constant trash talk that people gave him, man, he showed up. He's clearly the best quarterback in the division in the NFC South. And I think it's going to be that way the next year because the rookie has to clearly outplay him. And the way Baker played, that's you're asking your rookie to do a lot coming in his first year. Um, so credit to them. Also, offensive line. Um, one of the bigger question marks was the offensive line coming in this year. And when I tell you it's one of the strongest, uh, I, I think it's one of the strongest groups on the team now, uh, the tackles, both 24 years of age going forward, we're going to lock up Tristan Wirfs. Uh, Luke Gedeke, uh Rashawn Gary was beating him a couple of times, but overall, give, give credit to them. I mean, uh, when Baker stood up, there was nothing that, uh, the defense could do he literally after the fumble which was on him by the way that that sack strip fumble uh i think second drive in the game on our side of the field that was on him he hold, held the ball like three four seconds and i was like yo you got to get rid of this thing just just watching the game just knew that so uh he he i like what he showed the resiliency and after that he, remarkable damn near flawless you 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 really can't you really can't say nothing anything else about that so the offensive line is is coming together at the right time cody ma is putting together some of the best you know play of his rookie year and i think robert hainsey is I think Robert Hainsey is more of a guard than a center, but what the job he's doing at center is just really good. Um, also, Godwin Evans, 14 catches for 212 yards combined. They need the ball. This We can't – they have to be clicking. We're a dangerous team if both of them are clicking, if, if, if Evans can get 70, 75 yards at a touchdown and Chris Godwin is getting most of the third down conversions, we're one of the best teams when it's uh third and third and short, I think third and three, we got one of the best percentages. Um, and that's what us being able to effectively run now, um, more continuity within the offense, and the short distance opens up the playbook, so those play action shots can help. The uh, we can still effectively run, even if we we wanted to do that as well. So it's just the options and the flexibility that we have now. And with Godwin and Evans clicking at the same time, people are not going to want to do man. There's not a lot of people you feel comfortable manning up Chris Godwin or manning up Evans, uh, especially Chris Godwin in the slot too. So we can cause some problems and people think we're going to be a pushover in the playoffs. I just don't see that. 
I don't see how you can see how this team is is running and how hot it's getting and how they're playing going into December when everybody know how important December football is for playoff games. So um, Dave Canellis, again, appreciate you, man. I, I appreciate you, what you did, what you came over here with, what you built, the chemistry that you did with Baker, the belief that you put in Baker, the belief that you put in this run game too, is finally starting to show. And I think that's going to pay dividends. I think you got a bright future, man. Um, keep doing your thing. Uh, um, I'm excited for the future. I know you're coming back. I know Ty Bowles is coming back. I know these pieces. I know Mike Evans is coming back. Mike Evans is not going anywhere. They're going to give him his bag. Him and Godwin's going to be here with Kay out and Rashad White next year. So I'm I'm just really excited now, man. I thanks. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate it, man. Um as far as the defensive side, you know, goes, KJ Britt uh is the starter for the foreseeable future. I think Devin White is done. Rumor is uh he did ask, you know, to start and the coaches said no, so he just sat out. I don't know if that's true, but that is a rumor that's going around um, as far as just the inside scoop on it. Me personally, I think Ty Bowles looked at those three games and see what uh, KJ and JJ Russell uh, played like. It, it just seemed to different. Just watch the tape and said, you know what? We're going to keep them out here and they, they're going to keep making plays. So I, I'm not mad at this. Devin White is not coming back again. <laughs> I've, I've said it in previous episodes. He's not coming back again. So look at the pieces. Um, David, Levante David is still Levante David, still one of the best linebackers, especially coverage. Uh, but just overall, all around, still one of the best off-ball linebackers in the league. And you, you have to give credit to him, man. He's 33 years old doing this shit. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's people 23 not doing what he's doing right now. And I, I'm I'm happy to have him. Winfield, still an all-pro. Him and Jesse Bates should get the first and second team all-pro votes. I think that should be locked in. I think the ballot should be done. You you can't be able to vote anymore. That's how that's how truly um confident I am that those are the two best safeties in the league. Um, and then you got to see, uh, you know, we, we talked about KJ. We talked about the other rookies, right? Um, Christian, shout out to you, the slot corner. Uh, for Rutgers, man, good game. Merriweather, undrafted free agent. I mean, yeah, undrafted free agent out of Iowa. Uh, played some rotationary minutes, you know. Slot in, uh, make some good tackles. I, I I like I like what I see out of him. He's obviously going to get probably some more snaps if Ryan Neal can't play, which is fine because in the times that I see him, it's so good for him. It's just not all bad. It's it's not just oh my god, take him off the field. You you're like no, let's give him some more snaps. Let's see he can grow and let's see what he can be. Uh, but as far as the front, front was good. Only gave up 67 yards on the ground. Uh, 
Canty flashed a little bit. Yaya flashed a little bit. I'm excited, man. If you're a Bucks fan, be excited. I know some people wanted you to be happy about that that draft pick, that top three, top five draft pick. Bro, we're seven and seven. Nobody believed in us. In the expectations was we were going to suck. We're seven and seven. We're not ass. We're not a bad team. I'm not listening to nobody that calls us a bad team because you haven't watched the Bucks play the last three years. I mean, three weeks. Expect, uh, you know, especially. Um, so. You know, that's about it. Uh, I'm going to be here later in the week, go over the Jags-Bucks game, real good game. Uh, Jags don't look they're, – they're not – I had higher expectations for the Jags-Bucks. I had this as an 11-win team. Uh, they still can be, but they would have to win out. And they're, the offense – it's inconsistent. It's not at its best all the time. And I think we can get them. I think we can get them. Especially how we're playing, you know, we just look like two different teams, not saying that they can't win the game either. But we're playing like two different teams right now. And we have to – we need this win. If we get this win, Rams, Rams beat the Saints. Please beat the Saints. Uh, if you can for me, man, please beat them. Uh, just to give us some space, probably be a game up going into that game. And we'll be able to clinch out the division with the win. So, you know, this is Fletch, man. I'm signing out. i see y'all. Please subscribe to the Buccaneers Baby Podcast. Also, follow the Buccaneers Bay Podcast official Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok page.